This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. Even if they don't offer the Roth 401k, don't make that an excuse not to save money in there, right? Because you want to take advantage of any kind of match at all. It's, it's free money, it's 100%. So we want free money first. And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. Yeah, the best, um, I think, statement we ever heard was you move from forever tax to never tax. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. All right, welcome into the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're here with you every Saturday morning right here on KZIM, KSIM from 7 to 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. So good morning, Danielle. Good morning. How yeah. are you? Glad everybody's joining us this morning. So yes, it's um, November. We want, it is, it is November (laughs) and I am so thankful Uh that October is over with. Yes. That was a unbelievably crazy month and uh, it was really bad from the stock market Mm -hmm. perspective Mm -hmm. Um, and it's very relatable to our topic today though. I'm really excited to talk about today's topic even though we, nobody likes when the market goes down and their 401k balances go down and their account balances go down. It's they all understand too. I think most people understand it's part of the the cycle, right? Mm-hmm. But we're not gonna we're gonna uh, uh, we're gonna get into all that in a second. But I do want to tell you, I want you to be interactive. I want you to feel like you're a part of the show. So shoot us an email. It's the retirement playbook at gmail.com, the retirement playbook at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website at theinnovativeteam.com. Check us out there. We actually have past episodes of uh, other shows. Uh, or, or finally, you can give us a call here at 332-7855. So if you have any questions about what we're talking about, you're interested, or if you need help, mm-hmm. that's what we're here for. And that's what we that's what drives us every, every day is to help people. Mm-hmm. Yep, and you're okay. great at it. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah. 332-7855. Give us a call. Leave us a message. We'll call you back on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And make sure you download our retirement income toolkit if you haven't already. You can go to our website at theinnovativeteam.com and you'll see us right there um, with information on the radio show. If you click on find out more, you can download our complimentary retirement income toolkit. Lots of great information in there, information on social security, uh, tax planning, um, our generational vault, just good starting articles for retirement. Um, and then I know Brock mentions this a lot throughout the show, but um, all those articles that are kind of general kickstart articles can also be customized for your individual situation. So by giving us a call, you can say, hey, I'd love to get a social security maximization report and see what's best for me. So, you know, check us out. Man, I'm telling you, we got all kinds of great information. We got lots of good reports. And what's great is it's free. That's right. You know, it's complimentary, if you will. And so literally, we just want to help each and every person here that wants to make sure they have the retirement of their dreams Mm -hmm. and we can help you get there. Okay? Yep. All right. You ready? So, yeah. The show title. The show title is what? Show title is How to Reset Retirement Plans to Weather a Downturn. <laughs> like I said, it's, this is a very relatable topic. It is. Timely. Uh, today. It's very timely because, uh, well, you haven't gotten them yet, but when you get your statement for the month of October, mm-hmm. uh, don't don't jump, number one. and uh, <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> don't jump ship. And um, stay calm and remember it's about the long term. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, there was an article, uh, How to Reset Retirement Plans to Weather a Downturn from Liz Weston of NerdWallet, distributed through the Associated Press back in August of this year, before Mm -hmm. the uh, September was eh, not so good, but October was really bad. They mentioned that the economy is due for a correction that trims 20% or more from stock values. Mm-hmm. And that obviously could be a very big problem, mm-hmm. especially people that are taking withdrawals from their retirement plan. We've talked about this before, sequence of returns. You know, when you're accumulating money, these ups and downs don't mean as much. But when you are starting to take money out of your portfolio, these downturns can be very problematic. Right, because okay. you can't recoup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And since uh, market losses early in retirement may increase the chances of running short of money, and that is the number one fear. Mm-hmm. It is all retirees is running out of money. Mm-hmm. So these things are a negative, obviously, when it comes to that risk. And so we want to talk about it today. And we think it's very timely and it's very important. So let's do that. Mm-hmm. 
Sounds great. Okay. Yeah. So the article does mention that a 20% or more potential correction uh, could happen. However, they also make one very important point. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the answer that isn't um, to, you know, kneel down and, and, and be scared about what's happening here. Um, but to plan for the inevitable downturns that you will not only have now or potentially now or in the next few months, but it's going to happen even if you're invested for the next 5, mm-hmm. 10, 15, 20 years. These things are normal. You know, on average, we have 2 to 3, 5 to 10% corrections per year. Mm-hmm. Throughout okay? the year. Yeah. Throughout the year. And, you know, last year or this year, we've had those. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last year in 2017, we didn't really see that. Mm-hmm. In 16, we didn't either. So we had kind of two abnormal years. Right, right. You know, we kind of forget. And, yeah, we had one. <laughs> it's kind of like pregnancy. That's why the, women have more children. <laughs> they exactly. forget. They forget what it feels like, right? So. so maybe we had one in the last, you know, two years, but then 2018 comes, it's like, oh, bam, right off the start of the year, beginning of February, market goes down 10%. Then, you know, we're kind of riding along in different sectors. It is so unbelievable to me to see uh, a well-diversified portfolio Mm -hmm. not really do that great this year. You know, you think, oh, okay, well, the S&P 500, well, prior to this, you know, past month in in October. But you think, oh, okay, well, the S&P 500 is up 5 or 10%. So I will be up 5 or 10%. You open up your statement, you realize you've actually lost a little bit of money. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's because you everything you have invested in your in your portfolio, if you have it well diversified amongst international developed emerging markets, um, you know, obviously U.S. stock market investments and bonds and maybe even some alternatives. If you're uh, invested that way and have a portion of all of your money in those kinds of assets, you've had a negative performance potentially, mm-hmm. and you're going, well, wait a minute, what's wrong with this? Picture? Right, right. When you look dig in a little deeper, when emerging markets are down 15% and international developed is down 8% and value stocks in the United States are down, you know, I mean, it, now you start to realize that, wow, okay, there's only one real sector that's made money this year. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's United States uh, growth companies, mm-hmm. okay, and specifically large growth companies. So uh, it's it's a very uh, unique year. Mm-hmm. It's right. been really weird. Right. And stressful for some people. Mm-hmm. And it's important to realize that not every year is like this. Right. And, uh, you know, you just need to stick with it. Mm-hmm. So the first action that they mention is diversification. You know, stocks have quadrupled since March 9th, which was the uh, the Heinz the low, uh, as they say on CNBC. Mark Hines, who is uh, since deceased, but uh, he actually called it on March 9th. He said, this is the low. Because mm. you remember in 2008... Oh, I mean, yeah. It was a horrible year. Oh, yeah. Even late 2007 was horrible. Correct. Um, I remember I was actually at a conference, and I remember the first time that it went down that year by like a 1,000 points on the Dow, and everybody was like, whoa, what is going on, mm-hmm. you know? And um, and so it started going down in, at the end of 2007. 2008, we all know, was an absolute horrible year, you know. On average, S and P five hundred was down thirty seven, thirty eight percent. Oh yeah, so many people delayed retirement. Yeah, they had to. They and had then such a huge loss. First part of two thousand nine, it's it's continuing, and and then he says, okay, it's March 9th, and uh, he thinks this is a low, and it did. It went mm-hmm. straight up from there, and so stocks have quadrupled since then. March 9th of two thousand nine, that is, uh, and it was obviously the beginning of this bull market. So we're going on what nine years. You know, almost 10 years of this, what they call a bull market. Right. Bull market is when it consistently goes up. And even though there may be a few years in there where it was flat, you know, uh, or only up a little bit, it's still considered a bull market. And it's one of the longest bull markets in history. Okay. Um, but meanwhile, returns on bonds and cash obviously remain very low. Mm-hmm. You know, people are looking to alternatives instead of having money in the bank at, you know, whatever percent, one or even less or what have you, uh, investors are, are are timid on on keeping money in cash and in money markets. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't blame them. Right. But yet now we have a lot of volatility and things are crazy this year with the market. So it's like, what do you do with this money? Mm-hmm. You know, if you if it's not retirement dollars, obviously. Because if it's retirement dollars, you know you need to keep it in the market. It's all about the long term and you need to take a balanced approach. Okay? Yep, agreed. And make sure that you... Uh, uh, are 
rebalancing to make sure you're on target for your allocation, mm-hmm. which is the mix of stocks and bonds and cash and alternatives that you have in your portfolio. Because sometimes, and people understand this, I think, you know, if, if stocks do really well and bonds just kind of do what they are supposed to do, which is more, more or less control volatility, then your allocation of stocks to bonds ratio is going to be out of whack after a year. So you need to rebalance it and say, okay, I was 60-40 of stocks and bonds, but because stocks did so well, now I'm 65-35. Well, rebalance it every year mm-hmm. to make sure that you're still in line. Mm-hmm. And you can a lot of times set that up automatically. So, for example, in your 401k, you can uh, there's an option a lot of times to have it rebalanced on whatever kind of time frame you want, you know, monthly, quarterly, annually. I think a lot of people recommend annually just because that seems like it works over time. Mm-hmm. Gives uh, you a little longer. Yeah, it allows yeah. your winners to win mm-hmm. over a, a whole year instead of just a month or right. a quarter. Right, right. Yeah. Anyway. You're not jumping. So, you know, we talk about our color of money report that we use a lot to look at risk analysis. So, since you're talking so a little bit about that. You're, yeah, so if you're talking about your mix of different investments, um, you definitely want to make sure that you know where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Right. And how do you know where you're supposed to be? Well, you can take our color of money quiz. It's mycolorofmoney.org. You can log on to there, take an 11 question short survey uh, about how you feel about investing and, and your, you know, some other things. And uh, and then you can click uh, to submit and it would get sent to us and it will give us an idea of where you need to be. And I can have a consultation with mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. A- about that. Right. Okay. What it means. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Sounds great. Do we have um, time for more or do we need to take a break or? No. Yes. Let's take a break. We uh, uh, are it's out good of stopping time. Point. Yeah, it's a good stopping point. I don't want to get into the next topic quite yet, but you definitely need to stay tuned to our next segment right here on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. When you think of a puzzle, what would you say is the most important piece? A corner? A side piece? I would argue the most important piece of the puzzle is the pitcher. And the same can be said about your retirement. Hi, my name is Brock Elspaugh from Innovative Financial Solutions, and I would love to show you your retirement picture. For more information, give us a call at 573-332-7855 or look us up on the web at theinnovativeteam.com. Again, that's 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspaugh. Okay, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. (laughs) We are. I like how you're changing it up a little bit. (laughs) You got to change it up. Got to change it up. Got to change it up. Variety is the spice of life. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. So I know we talked about risk tolerance, you know, in the last- Tony Horton said that, by the way. Wait, it's the place I heard. Yes, he said it on P90X. If you've ever done that program, you know Tony Horton. And a lot of people, you know, get- to the 70th day and they start hitting that mute button Mm -hmm. and they just watch because they're tired of listening to them. But (laughs) it makes good points. You like P90X. We did that together. We did. Well, I remember after I had had my second baby. Long time ago. Yep. (laughs) Gosh, that was was a long time ago. You know, it was amazing because I think he was like 45 when he did that. When he he recorded P90X. And he's like, I don't know, close to 60 now. It still looks crazy. I mean, it's, you know, it looks like a 30-year-old still. You know. Well, that's his life. That's his profession. Yeah, that's I true. would like to think if that was my goal, I'd look like that too. Yeah. <laughs> if that was my, you know, if that was my I know, work. but some of it's genetics. I mean, oh, he's no doubt. No doubt. Ridic- it helps him. Yeah. 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 And a, probably a nice chef. Yeah, he probably has his own <laughs> private chef. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I always think if I had somebody cooking really nice meals for me every day. Probably yeah, that were low in sodium low, and tasted yes. amazing. Tasted amazing. Yeah. yeah, it'd be a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, a uh, little off topic. Yep. <laughs> okay, so back to risk tolerance. You know, you were talking a lot about that and and how that, you know, making sure that your portfolio is balanced and that kind of thing. Because so we're talking about how to reset your retirement Correct. plan to weather a downturn. And yes. we just came off of a really, really bad month in October. So that's why we are bringing this up and discussing this mm-hmm. with you today. For this topic. Yeah. So, you know. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, 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 you're fine. I know, you know, in life, obviously, my risk tolerance has changed, right? We're not the same as, mm-hmm. you know, when we were 19 or whatever that is. So, you know, talk to us a little bit more about risk tolerance and, and, and using that. Well, yeah, we're definitely not t- not 19, 19 anymore. No. <laughs> um, and, you know, the younger you are, 
typically, mm-hmm. I'm not suggesting this. I'm just telling you, typically, the younger you are, the more risk you you typically would take in uh, investing, right? Because you have more time to kind of ride out the uh, the roller coaster, if you will, mm-hmm. and you'll end up with more money by taking more risk. That's the whole premise, right? Okay, and I think most people understand that. Mm-hmm. I think so. So when you're nineteen, plus you're not worried about it at that time. <laughs> Twenty and you're thirty, and you're potentially starting to get into your forties. Being a hundred percent stocks, for example, would be pretty typical, you know. But the problem and the issue is, is that if you're not doing what we talked about in the last segment, which is the whole rebalance thing, mm-hmm. making sure that your your allocation gets rebalanced and is always in line with your expectations and goals then you might have a big issue. Why? Because if stocks have outperformed again, or, or maybe uh, private equity, or you know whatever the sector is has outperformed, and you have a much larger portion in one sector that you probably shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Okay, Or even more problematic is that you don't rebalance at all, and you don't change your risk tolerance, and you don't change your investments to reflect your, your age. In other words, you're getting older. So you were 100% stocks, for example, when you're in your when you were 25. Well, now you're 40, and you're still in 100% stocks. Mm-hmm. And some people would say, well, there's nothing wrong with that because you're still you got 20 years till you retire, and th- that's okay too. But it's all depending on each individual person. Can you can you tolerate that? Right. And, and uh, well, wait a minute. Most people retire at 65, but what if you re- want to retire at 55? Correct. So yeah. you need to make all, a change. Exactly. You need to make a change. So that 45-year-old that still has 100% stocks and wants to retire in 10 years, that's probably not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And so I see it a lot. People come in, they bring their statements in, and they want me to take a look at what they're doing, make sure they're on track. And I go like, when's the last time you made a change? Mm-hmm. And this is part of the problem. This is part of the problem. We had pensions before that people yes. took, and they got a monthly income, and it was guaranteed every month. Well, that changed 20 years ago, 30 years ago, and now we have 401ks where you're responsible. But I think that's the issue. We want to just hope that we keep putting money in. It's going to be fine. Correct. <laughs> I mean, that's the hope, right? That but you, that's my that's yeah, my point. People aren't paying attention. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They don't want to pay attention to it because they're worried about whatever else mm-hmm. in life. And all of a sudden, you know, a big correction comes and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so concerned. Well, if you were so concerned about it, why didn't you do something about it before? Right. And so that's my point is you didn't have to worry about it when you had a pension and you didn't have to worry about allocating your money and making sure that your risk tolerance is in line and making sure that you made adjustments every year and making sure that what you're accumulating is going to provide the income that you need in retirement. Are you worn out? That's the (laughs) issue. And people need to wake up Mm -hmm. and realize that they might, I'm not saying everybody, have too much risk in their portfolio. Mm -hmm. So... Pay attention. Well, Understand what you have, what you're supposed to be doing, and how to do it. And if you don't know how to do it, that's why people like us exist. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why go you have the knowledge base. Yeah. It. Yeah. Somebody go see somebody who has that knowledge base that can show you exactly where you are. You know, I mean, that's completely worth it. We go see seek professionals every day for different things, right? So um, there's a reason why you go see a doctor versus um, <laughs> prescribing yourself some medicine, which you can't do. But this is the same thing. Go see a professional who specializes in this. It's important. I don't mean to, you know, be condescending or, or, you know, scare anybody. That's not the, that's not the goal Mm, here. No, no. It's just to say, make sure, because at the end of the day, this is one person and one person's only responsibility and it's you. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's kind of like, um, you want to excel in sports. Okay. So some people are just naturally gifted, okay? And that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still have to work hard to accomplish their goals. Say you want to make it a, to a college scholarship on, on sports, okay? You have to work hard all the time and making sure that you're hitting on all cylinders if you truly want to be the best of the best. Agreed, yes. Okay? It's the same Even thing with here. All the like, talent you in the can't world. just, yeah. If you think you have all the talent in the world, maybe you have earning power in your profession, that's great. But if you're not taking care of these things with your retirement savings and you know any potential pension you might have, maximize your Social Security benefits, you're not going to be the best of the best. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I thought, you know, since we were doing the analogy, <clears throat> what was it that we saw? I think it was on television. I think they were doing an advertisement for it, that the top 5% of high school athletes that make it to college, right? There's only 5%, right? Of the top I out be- of all the high I school. believe it's less was than it, that. Is it less than that? Okay. I believe it's less than that. Uh, so, you know, obviously it was small. It was a small single digit number. Right. And it said that is also the same amount of people who actually attend all of the camps and do all of the summer workouts and all the pre-workouts. And, uh, you know, it's the same kind of thing you're talking about here with retirement, that if you don't do the work now while you're preparing for retirement, that your retirement may not be as great as it could be. I remember my sophomore year. No, it was the end of my freshman year. And I went home for the summer. Mm -hmm. And I I ran track at at, at SEMO here. And and so I went home and I, I had to, decent year my freshman year and i'm thinking like in track this is track yeah yeah. and so i'm going like oh well you know i'm just gonna go home and see all my high school buddies and party and chill for the summer chill (laughs) you know all these kinds of things i did work too um on this in the summers but my point is is that i didn't take care of my business Mm -hmm. because that's the bottom that's what this is all about taking care of your business and i didn't do that and i paid for it Big time, big time. I was terrible my sophomore year, and it was all because I didn't put the work in to start in the, the summer. In the summer, to do it. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so there it is. You but gotta, you did turn it around. I mean, because I know what you've given our son. So you know, you may have done that your freshman year, but you learned your sophomore year. And I'll never forget he gave um, our oldest son, who enjoys track, and, and so does our youngest too. They're both got little little natural gift from their dad there. But he gave them the box of index cards, which you know I don't think people even use index cards anymore. I'm There's people you. <laughs> maybe listening to this who don't even know what, what an index, index card cards is. Are. <laughs> yeah. I loved that uh, the Simo promo for um, basketball where they did the nineties. Anyway, right. another right. topic for another day, but. Um, you gave our son the index cards that, that you had used over that summer with all of your workouts. You had written down what you did every day, what your times were, and you know what your plan was to make your times better. And there was an index card for every day of the summer. And I thought, wow. So, I mean, you know, you took a, a, a mistake that you made your freshman year. I mean, as a young, young adult and, and changed it. So I think, you know, what we're trying to well, do. Well, actually, that was in high school. And that's what got me to college. Mm-hmm. Was the index cards? Was the index cards yes. because I kept track of how I felt, right? What my times were, all that, every single workout, and um, I kept track of that. And that was all instilled by my dad. I mean, he, right. you know, he oh, yeah. kind of guided yeah. me on that, and um, <laughs> and probably kicked your butt on the days you weren't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But those are the that's the kind of stuff and the dedication that it takes to be a mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. a, a, a collegiate athlete, mm-hmm. um, and and so. And, and anyway, we're, we're getting off track here. Well, but, but I think it, it still says that you got to put the work in. Yeah, you know, you that's, that's, the, that's, that's the bottom line. Don't just open up your statement and get either emotionally one way or the other. Whether you're, you had a great month in the market and your, and your 401k statement went up 20 grand or if it went down 20 grand. You don't get emotional about it. Mm-hmm. Just take care of it and do what you're supposed to do and it will work out. Right, right. Okay. There it is. There's the bottom line. There's the bottom line. (laughs) I'm a bottom line kind of guy. Yeah. Put the work in. That's what we're trying to say. So, yeah. So, you know, I know we're, uh, we're getting close to having to wrap up again on another segment, but I think before we wrap up, you know, we talked about the color of money and that, you know, people can take that at mycolorofmoney.org and that you'll get those results and you can talk to people and have a good conversation about, you know, where they should be as far as the market. Um, But, you know, given that we're kind of talking about weathering a downturn, you know, how often do you recommend people look at that? Um, I usually advise my clients uh, that they should retake it every time they come see me, mm-hmm. which is usually once a year, mm-hmm. sometimes more. But, um, uh, you know, it, because things change. Right. It's called life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You get married. There's a death. Yeah. There's an inheritance. You change your job. There are so many things that could affect the way you look at money and your risk tolerance that you should retake that color of money risk analysis every year. And if you haven't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's super easy and it it's is. free. 11 questions. Colorofmoney.org. Mycolorofmoney.org. Mm-hmm. Mycolorofmoney.org. And it's just 11 questions. It's quick. Yeah. It's quick and simple, but it's a nice baseline for you to have those conversations. So, right. and I agree. I mean, I, I think, you know, people look back, look back at your last year and think of everything that's happened or changed just in one year, you know, life happens very quickly. So, so there's, so, so this is all about how to reset retirement plans mm-hmm. and whether a downturn. Um, I think the bottom line so far has been make sure that your risk tolerance is still where it needs to be 
In other words, updated and, and then adjusted in your portfolio, number one. Number two is make sure you rebalance your portfolio. So if, once you agree, yes, okay, this is what my allocation should be, I want to make sure that it gets rebalanced to that allocation at least once a year, okay? And I like once a year. I think annual rebalance is, is, a, mm -hmm. is a good thing. As again, it allows your winners to win. So there you go. Now, I bet you didn't know this. I'm ready. But there's one thing every financial plan should include, especially when it comes to your retirement plan. And I'm not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> but you have That's to That's your tease for the next <laughs> segment. So stay tuned and find out what that answer is. It's all right here on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. In today's volatile environment, making sure your assets are properly aligned with your financial goals has never been more important. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we use this simple 11-question survey to help you gain insight into your financial profile. Armed with your score, we can help you make decisions about your asset allocation in retirement. To learn more about this valuable self-assessment, visit mycolorofmoney.org to get your score or give us a call today at 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Okay, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative, Innovative Financial Solutions. Correct. Correct. <laughs> well, I hope it was correct. <laughs> yes. And did you also know that we are the retirement people? Yeah, I did. I did know that. Okay. I hope everybody else knows now, too. So you got to mix it up. You do. Got to have right. fun with it. Okay, so I teased in the last segment at the very end, and I said, hey, there's one thing every financial plan must include. What is it? And it's something that has gotten forgotten in the last. In fact, I think it's just now becoming popular to include hmm. it. Oh, really? Okay. You want to know what that is? I'm ready. Do you want a drum roll? Drum roll. Are you going to do a I drum roll? I can't do a drum roll. I don't think I know how. You don't... Oh, you mean on here? There I don't you know go. if they can there hear that. There you go. Yeah, they can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can hear it. All right. And okay, so here it is. Holistic financial planning, which should be everybody's right. financial plan should be holistic. Right. Okay. Should include retiree health care cost projections and long-term care funding because both of those things present enormous mm -hmm. opportunities for financial advisors to help differentiate ourselves from others. One. Number two is help our clients. Mm-hmm. Right, because we do. Gosh, we did a whole. We've done a couple um, episodes on healthcare and just planning for healthcare and retirement, right? And do we've you want to know what the long-term care? Yeah, exactly. Do you want to know what the new projected cost is today? Today for healthcare? For healthcare? No, 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 hold on, hold on. no, hold on. no. Total lifetime healthcare cost for a okay. healthy sixty-five-year-old couple, okay, retiring this year. Mm -hmm. Guess what that number is? You kind of know, right? Uh, roughly, but it's. It's higher than what we had assumed. Okay, yeah. so um, if it's gone up, I'm gonna guess three hundred thousand. Higher. Gosh, four hundred. Mm, lower. lower. <laughs> okay, I give up. Three hundred sixty thousand dollars. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This was in an article in Investment News. Gosh, and um, we used to we used to be around that two fifty mark. That's a huge jump, right? Right. It yeah. appeared October 29th under financial plans must meet or must include healthcare. Mm. That's the article. Um. And so it says, uh, ensuring sufficient savings are available to address healthcare is definitely a growing retirement planning challenge. Well, heck yeah, it's a growing retirement planning challenge. You, do you set aside $360,000? Mm. Well, what if you only had $300,000 saved for mm -hmm. retirement? Mm -hmm. And there's your healthcare. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. Are right. you kidding me? Yeah. And by huge. the way, here, you want to make it worse? Here it is. That same couple that's 65 today retiring, mm -hmm. by age 87, okay, healthcare costs for that same couple are expected to be 200% higher than today. Oh, my goodness. 200. And we know, I mean, because people are living longer, right? So that's not unrealistic, what you just talked about. I mean, that's... I mean, you're knocking on a door of a million bucks here. Right, right. That's a, that's a very realistic scenario. It's not like it's unrealistic. So. And we, well, exactly. Mm -hmm. All of these, you know, retirement health care premiums and out-of-pocket costs are, are guaranteed expenses that will rise faster than inflation, mm -hmm. as we know. Right. And, and more importantly, they'll outpace your Social Security cost of living adjustments. Yeah. So your guaranteed expenses are going higher 
growing higher, excuse me, than your income coming in. That's mm-hmm. an issue. That's a problem. You know, we've talked about the retirement income gap before. Right, right. I mean, that that creates its own gap. Absolutely. How are you gonna How are you gonna make it through that? That's why you need to seek a professional to help you. Absolutely. Because, whew, whew. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. So they also talked about long term care. In they that also article. talk about long term care. Seventy mm-hmm. percent chance that a couple over sixty five that one of you will need mm-hmm. long term care in your lives. I mean, look, it's that's not reality. fifty fifty, folks. It's right. not a coin flip. It's seventy thirty. Right. Seventy percent right. chance. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. You know, there's a lot of things you can do, though. You can set more money aside. You can save more. You can look at alternative products. Mm-hmm. There's lots of things you can do to help curb some of these health care and long-term care costs. Talk to us. Give us a call, 332-7855. Look us up on the web, theinnovativeteam.com. Shoot us an email at retirementplaybook at gmail.com. There's ways to get a hold of us. It's easy. You can talk about <laughs> all of these things. Yep. <laughs> and let's get a plan together. Yeah. All right. So, you know, just on a, a squirrel moment, you know, I think I think we're going to see what long-term care looks like change big time too again. You know, I don't think it's going to stay what it looks like today. You know, they talked about the baby boomers and how the baby boomers changed um, having children, you know, and that, you know, used to when you had a child, right, you walked into the room and the mom, the mom had a, had a, had a baby and they, they, somebody brought it out to show the dad and said, Hey, congratulations. It's a boy or a girl, right? right? The father wasn't involved in, you know, the delivery of the child and the baby boomers came in and said, no, we're going to make it a family experience. I want the dad in there. It's going to be, you know, a family process. And so they really changed how we, how we have children nowadays. And I think they're going to change what long-term care looks like too. I mean, nobody wants to go the thought of going in a nursing home is tough. Nobody wants to go in there. Right. Um, you know, we talk about, you know, it's just sad and it's depressing. Um, more people want to stay at home, you know, if they can, you know, and, and die in their home. Um, rightfully so. I think most of us want to. So I think we're going to see it change, which means that cost is going to be different too. So Anyway, yeah. that's my my two cents for the day. No, I, <laughs> you know, I, I just I, think I mean, we're going to see some changes. So. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, th- things evolve, mm-hmm. right? And and society for the better. Right, right. There's a lot of things that happen though. Kind of like trick or treating on the night before Halloween. <laughs> oh no, you're going to bring it up. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you kidding just me? Just because of weather. Just because of weather. Are you kidding me? I did. I t- talked to one of our one of her clients and she was talking about how, you know, um, her, her children were still going out regardless because, you know, at that time their dad took them out in the snow and it didn't matter. And I'm thinking, yeah, we went out no matter what was going on. Correct. And that's why the Alice Ball boys were out out on Halloween. That's right. The windy rain. All right. Sometimes, I don't know. You just look at our society. I know. Don't go there. You're not allowed. That's not this radio show. (laughs) I'm old school. You are old school. I'm old school and I I just, I don't know. You're an old soul. So, okay. So we've talked a lot about tips on how to weather the downturn, right? Mm -hmm. To be prepared. So, you know, we talked about some good ones and like you said, making sure you're rebalanced and that kind of thing. Is that the name of our show? It is. That is the name. Well, the name of this, this. Our episode. Episode. Yes. Not the show. So, yes. So what's another action an investor could take to weather a market downturn? So, um, you could do this. Mm-hmm. You could start smaller mm-hmm. or be willing to cut back. <laughs> Can I laugh at that? Right. Right. And what I mean by that is, Hey, our expenses are $5,000. We've got about a thousand dollars in there of unnecessary wants. Mm-hmm. So maybe we cut some of that back and maybe not all of it, but some of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Historically, by the way, retirees um, can minimize their risk of running out of money because that's their number one fear, running out of money, right? Mm-hmm. By only withdrawing 4% of their portfolio in the first year of retirement and increasing that withdrawal amount to offset the cost of living, you know, in other words, the inflation rate mm-hmm. each year after that. And uh, by the way, this approach is very common. It's called the 4% rule. Very common. We've, we actually talk about it here quite we a do. bit. Yep. And it was pioneered by financial planner and researcher Bill Bingen, and it became known as the 4% rule. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is Here's the question. Is the 4% rule still relevant in today's economy? What withdrawal rate would you recommend for someone planning for longer than 30 years of retirement? Because mm-hmm. you got to remember, okay? These people are living longer. And- exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's what my point was going to be. Okay. Um. It was actually, and it actually was funny because they asked him, they said, hey, they asked him those questions. Mm-hmm. Is it still relevant today? 
and he said the four percent rule is actually the four and a half percent rule. I modified it some years ago on the basis of new research. And this is Benjamin. This is his yep, response. Yep, okay. yep. <clears throat> the four and a half percent rule is the percentage you could safely withdraw from tax advantaged portfolio like an IRA, a Roth IRA, or 401k, the first year retirement with the expectation that you would live for 30 years of retirement. After the first year, you would throw away the four and a half percent rule and just increase the dollar amount of your withdrawals each year by the prior year's inflation rate. So, for example, if you had $100,000 in an IRA retirement, your first year withdrawal would be $4,500, 4.5%. We know that. Inflation first year is 10%. So then the second year, your withdrawal would be $4,500 plus the $450 for the 10% inflation. So mm-hmm. you would withdraw a total of $4,950. Okay? All right. So that's what he said. And Actually, I'm sorry. He's continuing on here. I like to remind people that the 4.5% rule is not a law of nature. <laughs> okay? Markets can change, and it is possible that in the future, the 4.5% rule, which was has held up for 50 years, by the way, might be violated. But I haven't seen those circumstances yet. Both the 2000 and the 2007 retirees who experienced bear, market, uh, bear markets early in retirement appear to be doing okay with the 4.5% rule. However, if we were to encounter a decade or more of high inflation that causes things to change, obviously the higher the inflation, the more you got to mm-hmm. take out to you know maintain your lifestyle. And in my opinion, inflation is the retiree's worst enemy. As your time horizon increases beyond 30 years, you might, as you might expect, the safe withdrawal rate decreases. For example, for 35 years, I calculated 4.3%. For 40 years, 4.2%. And for 45 years, 4.1%. If you plan to live, however, <laughs> forever, forever, four <laughs> percent should do it. Okay, so I'm done yeah. reading. That yeah, was all. The, that's the, all his response. That's I all think his that was response. Good. That was it good. was yeah. good, and 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 people need to understand. Okay, um, what's my number, Brock? And mm-hmm. there is no magic number, right? In other words, people say, "Well, how much does do I have to have to retire?" That's what I get all mm-hmm. the time, and maybe yep. people listening to this show are maybe wondering that too. But here's the deal: there is no magic number. Mm-hmm. But if there were a magic number, you would want to apply the 4% rule. Does that make sense? It's a good base. It right? is a good base. It's a good base. starting point. So if you had a million bucks, 4% would draw $40,000. Mm-hmm. Right? Does that work? Does yeah. that work? Mm-hmm. And increase that with inflation. And over time, it should work. Mm-hmm. Okay? And some people are going, man, $40,000. Oh, man, I was making $80,000. Right. Cut in half right. Right. You know, that kind of thing. But then that's why you need to come <laughs> that's look exactly at other things. Right. That's yeah. why you need to maximize your social security right. benefits. That's why you need to make sure that your allocation is in order. Because let's face it, again, we've talked about on this show, sequence of returns. If you're withdrawing money out and you have a very risky portfolio, now you're talking about being in danger mm-hmm. okay, of running out of money during your lifetime. Right. Uh, if you encounter certain things like inflation being higher than normal, like the market going down 30%. Like, you know what I mean? Taxes going up. So mm-hmm. there's lots of variables there. Well, and okay. so many things that we can't predict. We don't know what's going to happen. Like Contr- you said, the healthcare cost, all of okay, that. Okay, I'm going to go Twitter. Hashtag uh-huh. control the controllables. <laughs> Got you, it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. Okay. You're right. All right. Um, that was a long that was a long answer to your question. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but that was good. Uh, but that I wanted good. to read that too. So. And that was some good research. Yeah. It was. It was. Okay, but that's the end of this segment. Okay, so stay tuned for our very last segment coming up. It's all right here on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Tax planning can be very difficult, and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855 to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Once again, that number to call is 573-332-7855 or visit theinnovativeteam.com. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. 
All right, it's the Retirement Playbook mm-hmm. with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're back. We're better than ever. Check us out online. Check us out online. Okay, lots yeah. of energy this morning. We are, yeah. We're coming down to home stretch, though. This is our last segment, last uh, 10 or so minutes that you're going to spend with us here on this fine no, 1st of November segment. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and so what we're talking about today is how to reset your retirement plan to weather a downturn in the markets. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already talked about, and by the way, this is very timely because... Because of what's going on in the markets. October yep. was brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so anyway, we've already talked about a few things, uh, some actions that you can take. First of all, diversify. Okay, you want to make sure you're diversified. You also want to make sure that you're... Um, uh, you, well, first, before you diversify, you need to make sure what your risk tolerance is and develop an allocation based on your risk tolerance. And one of the ways you can find out your risk tolerance is go to mycolormoney.org, mycolormoney.org. We use a very simple color money system to help you determine where you should have your money. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and so you want to do that, determine what your allocation should be, then diversify amongst that. So if you're supposed to have 60% in stocks, you want to make sure that that 60% is diversified. Okay. We also then want to take it a step further and make sure that you rebalance that every year to make sure it's still in line because that 60% in stocks may become 65 or even 70% due to uh, stocks outperforming all the other things you have like bonds. So that's called rebalancing. And in my opinion, I like to do annual rebalancing. Uh, but, you know, everybody's different. So diversify, rebalance. The other thing you can do then is start small when you start taking distributions out. So a lot of that was geared towards the accumulation phase. But in the distribution phase, if you're taking money out of your portfolio, maybe, again, start small. You know, maybe, you know, you've heard of the 4% rule. Maybe you just do 3%, you know, to start off with just to make sure that everything's going to be okay. Um, or cut back on some of your expenses. Uh, another thing, so this is on to the new stuff now. That we are, and you've, if you've heard this radio show before, you know that I'm big on this. And that is, make sure your debt is paid off. Mm-hmm. Okay? So don't go into retirement with a bunch of debt. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can't tell you how many... Well, actually, I just heard this story the other day. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. This is nuts. Okay? This guy had a uh, sister, okay, that uh, had some student loan debt. Okay. And uh, I don't know if she finished college or not. I don't even know if she finished college. Okay. But she had the debt. <laughs> yeah, she had the debt. Which a lot her, of people do. That yeah. her father signed off on. He's now 75 years old, okay, and has $100,000 of student loan debt in his name. Because she's not paying it. Because she can't pay it. She's like a waitress or something, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's hello. Making, she's making minimum wage. Yeah. $100,000 of student loan oh, debt, wow. and you're 75 years old. Mm. I can't, I mean, like, what is that? Yeah, and they'll find somebody to pay it. So, okay. yeah, they come after you. Yeah. Um, And so, paying off debt is a huge one. Obviously, credit cards and any kind of consumer debt like that is is mm-hmm. a, definitely a, a no, no no yeah no no no, no. <laughs> those uh, are no nos <laughs> yeah but I mean like some people still have a house payment in mm-hmm. retirement and if it's something you can definitely handle and you're at a three percent rate and you're locked in and all that kind of stuff you know okay there are some circumstances and exceptions to the rule but most of the time just be debt free when you're going mm-hmm. into retirement it just makes it so much less stressful and more enjoyable. Uh, and reducing your expenses trims the amount that the retirees must take from your portfolio in bad markets. Mm-hmm. So you got to make that debt payment regardless. And but if the if you didn't have that, you wouldn't have to stress about making that payment and taking money out of your portfolio to make that payment. Yeah. So if the market is doing so stuff, if it's you're doing bad, stressed, yeah. yeah, you don't have to take it out. Right. If you don't have the debt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. <clears throat> all right. So that's kind of moving on there. So diversify, cut back maybe. Paying off debt, mm-hmm. yes. Next, you have to make sure you maximize your Social Security benefits. Yep. Okay, yep. if you want to make sure that you can weather any kind of stock market activity, whether good or bad or what have you, okay, maximize your Social Security benefits is definitely the number one thing you need to do when it comes to a successful retirement mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. or even having the chance of having a successful retirement. Okay. Um. Let's see here. Uh, oh, here's some tips, by the way, mm-hmm. on how to get uh, the maximum Social Security benefit. Number one is you could do all of these things. Mm-hmm. Okay. And these are things you can do now. And then, of course, when you get to retirement, you want to maximize those benefits. And the only way to really know that is to get our Social Security maximization That's report. Right. Great report. Okay. 
So if you're getting close to retirement and you want to know what is the best time to do that, for sure, getting that report will lead you mm-hmm. in the right direction. Okay. Uh, however, here's some tips on how to do that. Here's the tips on how to max get the maximum uh, Social Security benefit. Number one, work for at least 35 years. Mm. You want to know why? Because the federal government calculates your final retirement benefit based on your lifetime earnings. Averaging your salary over the course of 35 years when you made the most, the highest 35, then averaged. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, since salaries change over time, you know, Social Security Administration refers to the average wage indexing. Okay. Series. It's a calculation of wage inflation year after year for its formula. Uh, be forewarned, the SSA factors zeros into the equation for every year that you are short of the 35-year mark. That's why working at least 35 years mm-hmm. gives you the best chance to get the maximum benefit. Okay? All right. Wow, that was a really weird That was okay. a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's important. Okay, though. next, the next tip on maximizing your Social Security benefit is work until full retirement mm-hmm. age. You know, um, people know that you're eligible at 62 to take your benefits, retirement benefits, um, with Social Security, uh, most people's uh, uh, full, excuse me, full retirement age is 66 and maybe some months, mm-hmm. uh, and then 67. Okay, for for anybody that is, I believe, younger than 56, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to remember the year. 54 yeah. or 56. Yeah. Um, and so, <clears throat> working until your full retirement age is a really uh, good idea, and not taking your benefits now. Working until full retirement age and taking your benefits, really bad idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you can then get withheld some benefits due to you making too much money. Okay. But working until full retirement age is a great tip. Um, if you can do it. If you can do if it. If you can do it. Yep. If you can do it. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. All right. Moving on, our third tip for maximizing your Social Security benefits determine the best return for your spouse slash domestic partner. Mm hmm. That's part of our Social Security Maximization Report. I tell people all the time that, hey, there's three components to this. Your working benefit, a spousal benefit, and survivorship benefits. Mm -hmm. And the one that most people know about and think about and use in their planning is definitely their own benefit and usually a spousal benefit. But The one they forget about is that survivorship benefit because how it works is if, if... you're a couple and one of you dies, it's the higher of the two benefits is what you would be getting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if he's getting 2000, she's getting a 1500, she passes away. He just continues on his $2,000 mm-hmm. and her money goes away and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my point is, what if you but she waited? would get the two if she yeah, was the one that passed, absolutely. she would get the higher. Mm-hmm. So what if you waited to collect your benefits until age 70, which is the longest you could defer your benefits to. Okay. And it's a much higher benefit, obviously, because it's 8% increase from full retirement age to age 70. So you get significantly more. Um, And so that spouse, surviving spouse, would get more money. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you can make it work financially, it's really a good good idea. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the best idea is just, again, determine your best return for you, your spouse's benefits, and the survivorship benefits. Right. Because a lot of things that we're not factoring this fact or this article isn't telling us is some of the other things that are out there, how your health is right, you know, and those kind of things. So, because I mean, all that's taken into consideration too. Right. Right. Yep. Okay. Uh, And by the way, I get this a lot. People don't think about this is that in a divorce situation, Mm -hmm. as long as you're married for 10 years, okay, and you're not remarried, you do have the ability to take a spousal benefit on your ex spouse. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, that doesn't always work because of certain rules. You need to call us and talk to us about that. But but my point is, is that a lot of people are not aware of that. Right. Either. Might be something, an option for you. Yep. Right. Yep. Right. Do you have any final tips? I know we're getting close to the end here. Kind we of are wrapping getting close up. to the end. Here. Is there any kind of final tips on Social Security or anything else that you want to talk about? Um, you definitely. I mean, this goes beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, this discussion, but, it, you know, obviously, if you want to. Uh, weather any downturn and be prepared for that, then you want to save as much as you can. Mm-hmm. And so if you're just, for example, doing what you can or have to do to get a match from mm-hmm. your employer, for example. The minimum. Yeah, let's say that uh, you have to do 5% to get the full match of 3 or 4% from your employer. Okay, it's 5%. They're putting in 3 maybe 4 So you're getting 8 or 9% total put in. 
but what if you could do more? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, they get raises and what have you, or maybe they pay off a car loan, what have you. They still put in the same amount into their 401k. Think about that. Think about putting more money in when it's available into your retirement plan. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of like if you never see it, you know, we used to tell people to get the increase and just put it away. And that way you're still living the way you were before. Right. So if you can, if it's you can. a huge uh, and it's a huge advantage for you. And, you know, maybe you have a little bit more money than you quote unquote need uh, in retirement. And that's great because that's going to give you a better chance to weather these downturns mm-hmm. if and when they come mm-hmm. in the market. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah. So maximizing what you can put in a 401k, uh, you know, 18,500 is the max. Some people listening to this may go, yeah, right. There's no way I could ever get to that amount, but just do the most you can do. Mm-hmm. And when you pay off a car, keep that car, put that money in your 401k. Right. Don't just trade okay? it in. Yeah. <laughs> or a credit card or whatever it is, you yeah. know, or maybe you're earning a little bit more money or maybe you got a, uh, an inheritance, whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to spend it. Right. You so it's amazing it. to me that you can spend the money on a car. You can pay, pay four to $500 a month in a car payment. So like you say, keep that car and put that money away. Right. Yep. Okay. So that's it. That's all the tips I've got for weathering a, a downturn in the markets. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of when information. When it comes to your retirement. And uh, that's what we do every week. We try to bring you guys information that you can use in your own life to help you and uh, potentially have a better and successful retirement. Mm -hmm. All right, folks, that's it. We will uh, help you have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week right here on The Retirement Playbook with Brock and Daniel. Thank you for listening to The Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.